With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Friday, June 16th. And in case you missed it, the Federal Reserve did something that it has not done in more than a year. It actually did not raise interest rates. Yep. After 10 consecutive rate hikes over the past 15 months, the central bank decided to hit the pause button. They just want to see how higher interest rates are filtering through the economy. So I thought it might be helpful just to do a quick hit on this. Um, I did a segment on CBS Mornings yesterday morning to explain some of the implications of this. And on the other side of playing this segment, I think that it might make sense for me to really hit you guys with the ideas around what the Fed is going to do, what actions you might take in preparation for that, and maybe what actions you should not take as we think about the Fed trying to do something in the future. So here is my segment with CBS Mornings. Nate Burleson is the anchor. He brings us in. We're getting one more sign that efforts to control inflation are working. For the first time in more than a year, the Federal Reserve met and decided not to raise interest rates yesterday, although the Fed chairman made it clear that future rate hikes are still likely. So let's bring in CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger, a.k.a. Dollar Dollar Jill, y'all. So let's get right into it. Mm. Um, Why did the Federal Reserve pause raising interest rates? You know, we just got a CPI, Consumer Price Index, report out, and it did show a lot of progress on inflation. So if you remember, inflation peaked last June at a 9.1% rate, mm-hmm. and now we learned we're at 4%. Now, that's still two times what the Fed really wants, right. but I think the Fed said, look, after 15 months, 10 consecutive rate hikes, time to pause and see how higher rates are impacting the rest of the economy. So they said, we're going to chill out this time. Okay, how long would this pause possibly be? I mean, the we have to look at this and be realistic. The next meeting is in the end of July. So that's a live meeting. We could see another rate increase at that time. Okay. Maybe they wait till the end. There's four more meetings by the end of the year. The Fed projects that we could see two more rate hikes before the end of the year. Okay. As soon as the, the announcement happened, market tumbled. 
little bit. A mm. little panic for some. Yeah. Why? Well, you know, I just said the Fed projected that there could be another half of a percentage point increase by the end of the year. Markets had thought or investors had thought it would just be one. They thought, oh, there'll be a quarter of a percentage point before the end of the year. It was two. They panicked. Can I just be clear about something? The Fed makes these projections. They're not always right. There you go. You know, they know they are human beings. There's a ton of different people working on this. They have all the information. But this is an economy that has defied expectations. There's human error involved. Absolutely. All right. So uh, the Fed has been raising interest rates to fight inflation. Have they been successful in your opinion? Well, I think that they've been successful and that we have seen it go from 9.1 to 4 percent. But to be clear, there is still work to do. Prices are still high, especially on the service side of the economy. Right about that. Right. Eggs can come down in price pretty quickly. Gas can come down. But when you go get a haircut or you go hire your CPA, their prices are not coming down. All right. So real quick, the Fed has been raising these interest rates aggressively. But there's a fear that the raise could turn into a dip into recession. Do you think that's a possibility? It's always a possibility. I want to be clear. There is no recession right now at all. So for everyone sitting at home, rate hikes are still in play. You need to be very careful about managing your debt. Pay down that credit card debt. Put that money in high interest savings. Be careful. Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Okay, so look, the Fed in its projections says, okay, we think we're going to do another half a point by the end of the year. But I have to be clear, when the Fed puts these projections down, these are in pencil. It's what they think they're going to do. They have been wrong many times. They're not really very good at short-term trend spotting, as you might imagine, because no one really is. So I think that as you are looking at the Fed's decision, you'll see that the markets kind of rolled over right after because of expectations. But I don't think this should shift anything in your financial life. In fact, if anything, I think you go back to the basics. You make sure that you have the six to 12 months of your living expenses in a safe, boring checking savings account, a money market, a short-term CD. And those rates are going to stay higher for longer. The next thing you have to do is you have to aggressively pay down debt. Many of you have called in recently. You're talking about some adjustable rate mortgages, or you've been talking about having a home equity line of credit that popped on you. That's what occurs when you uh, make a decision about maybe putting an addition on your home and you think it's going to be very affordable. And the 3% loan now turns into a 9% loan. So you've got to get on it and pay those debts down. And as far as investments, stop trying to guess the highs and the lows. Stick to your game plan. Put money away every single time you can do so. Put money in your retirement account. Put money in your brokerage account. And don't get into this business of trying to figure out what's going to happen next. Because I think that is essentially a fool's errand. And as far as I can tell, nobody's really very good at predicting that. So try to just keep on keeping on. Of course, if you have a question, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and we will be happy to answer that financial question or bring you on the air live with us. While you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Comes out every Friday. It's such a great way to start your weekend. You can also subscribe to our new service. It's called Jill on Money Live. 
That's where we conduct quarterly live webinars. You get to join in. And we also put special bonus content behind a paywall. So for 35 bucks, you could right now get onto the website and go check out our interview with Gina Smilek. She's the woman who actually covers the Federal Reserve for the New York Times. And maybe you have a little uh, moment where you say, well, wait, what does the Fed do exactly? And what's some of the background? We talk about that with Gina Smilek. So it's a repository of great bonus content as well as live webinars. Okay, it is Friday. So let me make sure to do all of our important messaging, which is our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Karen Cranick is our web queen. Mark Talercio is the best executive producer in the world. And as always, we are very grateful for you that you tune in every single day. So please don't forget that. That is, to me, the most important thing. Do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity, forming strong teams to support them. Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students.